Hello, you're listening to Love is War. This is the yet again the Puppet Master. It is Saturday, a beautiful Saturday, may I add. I am on my way to pick up my children who I have all weekend long. I had them last night, in fact. Uh, I picked them up late, but this morning I got to drop them off at a college so they can do like science fair stuff, which is really fun and I think it's a really cool program. Only 30 kids got to go from the school and my two little goobers were picked. So that made me happy and I'm happy that they can enjoy this kind of thing. But in doing so, I got to have my weekly visit slash drop off with the ex-wife. I have come to enjoy this. These are the moments where I poke the pony. These are the moments where I add a puppet string. And these are the moments I come away with some really good stories. And this is the moment that I realized my ex-wife is special needs. And what I mean by that is she thinks she's fucking special but she needs to get the fuck out of my life. So a week ago, she asked me to pay half of the obedience training for her dog. Now to keep this in mind, we purchased two boxers a year apart from each other for the children. And when parents purchase dogs for kids, you're purchasing a dog telling the child you need to feed it, you need to take it out, you need to train it, you need to play with it, you need to water it, you need to do all these things to keep the dog alive. But as a parent, in your head, you know that's not the case. You're purchasing that dog assuming you're taking on the full responsibility of that dog so your child can have a beautiful childhood and say, oh yeah, I had a dog. Because when they look back at it, they're not gonna see all the times you yell at them to take out, out the dog they're gonna look back at it as, oh, I had this dog growing up, I loved it so much. And that, when you buy a dog for kids, that's what you're purchasing. You're purchasing that memory for that kid to have for a lifetime. So, as good parents do, we purchase dogs. Now, uh, Moose is our, our mailboxer. And I can't even hardly say ours anymore because I'm not allowed to have them. I can't have any of the dogs. But Moose is the mailboxer. Moose, contrary to his name, is not a big dog at all. We thought we was gonna be buying my son this beautiful, big, masculine boxer. This poor pup turned out to be unusually small if he was a female boxer. He has just broken 30 pounds. I have had beagles bigger than that. But Moose is, he's a special kind of special. Moose didn't have a whole lot of nutrition growing up. As when he was really little, he was a runt. He just had a lot of odds against him. And you can tell when you look at him and you try to look into his eye, because I can't say eyes, because his right eye doesn't always get the message to join into the club. Sometimes it's got a mind of its own. So when you look into this dog's face, you can tell he's honestly not all there. But that is the very reason why everybody loves Moose, is because we can tell he's a little special needs. And I think for that reason, him and my ex-wife 
connect on a level that no one will ever fucking be able to understand. They are the, just the two most special things I've ever seen hanging out together. Now, Jofi, on the other hand, is a beautiful, full-grown, uh, she's kind of fawn color, but she's brindle, so she has this, like, really light fur, but really dark black going through her, black face, beautiful specimen of a boxer. And she was purchased for my daughter. Now, this is the dog that my, my ex-wife wants me to help pay for obedience training. And this frustrates the hell out of me for several reasons. Because, first of all, when my daughter doesn't take out, I have offered to take one of the dogs. Since my, my ex-wife has always complained, like, two, two dogs is too much. And I'm like, okay, I will take one. Obviously, you and Moose have your little special needs connection. You two need each other to get through your day. I can take Jofie. I talk to my daughter. My daughter, she's like, you know, I'm not with you during the school year as much as I am with mom, so that would bum me out. But she's also kind of like, that would be fine for me as long as I can still say she's my dog and, and still see her and all that stuff. And of course, it's her dog. I'm literally just saying, you can't have two dogs. I can take care of her. So, so Jofi, when you look her in that face, you can tell this dog is intelligent. This dog is thinking. This dog is processing. I have been over at their house and I watched that dog do things. And for last night, for example, I kept hearing like a rapper sounding. Jofi was trying to open up a cabinet door. She ended up getting in the cabinet. She used the door of the cabinet to get on the countertop. And the whole time she's doing this, Moose is staring at a wall. I don't know if he was falling asleep or what happened. Moose was in Moose Land and Jofi was on some 007 mission. And of course Jofi gets in trouble. Why? Because nobody tells Jofi that she can't do that. It is not Jofi you can't do that and like put her in a cage or something like that. It is go get your dog, go get your dog. And somebody goes and grabs her. And, and, and it's never reinforced that she can't do this. So, I was irritated when my ex-wife asked me to pay for obedient classes. First of all, a background on what I know about dogs is I haven't always had dogs as pets. I've had dogs as hunting uh, animals. I've had dogs that I used for breeding. And when I say breeding, we weren't backyard breeders, negative breeding. We tried to breed to better the breed. So, I understand dogs. I can look at a dog and I can tell you know, body languages. I can tell all that. And, and a lot of people can. But for some reason, my ex-wife can't. So, I can tell Jofi's smart. I can tell when Jofi's wanting something. I can tell when Jofi wants to go out. Because for some reason, we can't do that in that house. My ex-wife cannot tell when this dog has to go out. Because the dog's not loud and whiny and stuff like that. She has her own way of showing it. Now... Jofi is also, if my daughter does not take out Jofi, um, it is a constant threat to my daughter that mom is just going to give Jofi away to dad. And I don't appreciate that. Either give me the dog because you can't handle it, or quit threatening the kids with me taking the dog. So, again, 
backtrack. I was upset that they want to pay for training for this dog because you should be able to train a dog basic things. I'm sure there are advanced training where uh, these obedience classes help dogs. But what I think when you pay for obedience classes, you are paying for somebody to teach you how to teach a dog. A dog wants to learn. A dog wants to do stuff. Dogs are bred to do something for someone. We breed compulsive disorders into dogs to get a dog to do what its breed should do. They want to please. It's in their nature. So, angrily, I told my ex-wife that I bet you in one hour I can make this dog sit on command. And with huff and puff, she's like, yeah, 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 whatever. I bet you can't. People, I kid you not, 15 minutes, one slice of cheese, that dog is sitting and listening just fine. Not only that, is I, I also took the time to show the kids how to teach her. If she is bouncing from wall to wall and looking around the room, that is not the time to go, Jofie sit, Jofie sit, Jofie sit. That dog is not listening. That dog is not engaged. Make that dog look at you. Make that dog engage with you. So, a week passed by, and I get to go back home. I call it home because this is the area that I grew up in, where my ex lives is not home. So I get to come back down home. And uh, I have to go pick up the kids last night, and I go back and I pick them up, and I'm like, has anybody been working with Jofie? No. Well, here we go again. I guess we're what, are we gonna beg in another two weeks to pay obedience classes, and then I have to teach her how to shake? I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know when I just let things go or when do I step in because I see a dog that wants to learn and wants to be smart, but I see an owner, AKA my ex-wife, not doing shit to help the dog. So I'm sitting there with uh, my kids and my ex-wife now has gotten to the point, this is, this is the new thing we're doing. She goes to her bedroom and locks herself in it when I'm over. So I think we're doing better, guys. Uh, but anyways, I'm sitting there and um, Jofie's bouncing wall to wall because boxers are like that. Up until they're about three or four years old, they are basically a toddler. And it's the breed. You better love it because it, it is the breed, unless you have moose. Moose, you can sit him up on his hindquarters on a chair like a person sitting upright, and he will sit there for a half hour, and I'm not joking, because he doesn't know what to do when you do that to him. He cannot process what is going on. He cannot tell himself, this isn't normal, I need to get down. He's just, that's him. Moose is a special kind of special, and I will say it time and time again. And Jofie, though, was bouncing back and forth, back and forth, and... and Sometimes I call her Jof short, and I just go, Jof, like that. Something snappy, something commanding. She looks at me, and I just look at her, and I say, sit. Without hesitation, this dog sat. And I, and it just kept ramming home the fact that this dog is smart, and this dog does not need obedience. And, and I think it's more of a case where the owner needs trained. So, again, this was just kind of a fun shower thought, a situation that has happened and that is annoying me. It may not sound like it would annoy everybody, but 
you add 10 years of these little situations where it's obvious it's someone being lazy instead of actually doing what's best for someone other than them or a dog in this case and it adds up and it's frustrating and I just wanted to share it thank you for listening